Welcome back to Out of Trouble Pattern Interrupting Podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Harder. Today's episode, Real Lies. This is the third in a three-part series, Real Eyes, Real... <laughs> Let me do that again. Real Eyes, Real Lies, Real Lies. So if you haven't listened to the first two, Real Eyes and Real Eyes... I recommend you go do that. In this episode, it's really going to be living up to its name, actually. But we're going to be talking about Fox and Rush Limbaugh and the right-wing media sphere and media bias. Also, the way this episode lives up to its name, Realize, is going to surprise you. All right, please rate, review me. You can follow me on social media. I'm at Out of Trouble Nick, N I K. Links in the episode description. Hey, if you're enjoying this series, share it with someone. Will be awesome. Uh, I got a website too. Okay, enjoy. I'm trying to have more of an online presence for sure, but yeah, it's like not. you gotta fucking grind and struggle and like. No yeah. successful person ever didn't do that. Right, yeah. So. Welcome back. Like We're at Sam's house again in the living room. Empty cans scattered on the table. And I think the hardest part is just um, keeping the same level of motivation. Where it's like, I'm literally fighting for every single follower. Yeah. I'm on that grind. You should you know? try being a hot chick. <laughs> they get know, followers right? pretty easy. I've actually been thinking a lot about like, how can I use my body? After several tangents, I eventually get around to telling Sam my answer to the question that he posed, which started this whole series of episodes. Why can't we handle coronavirus? What is it about the media that is causing people to be so polarized about it? How come some people believe it's a terrible issue and they're hiding in their homes? How come other people are refusing to wear masks and thinking it's an entire joke? What's going on? Last episode, we went over how a lack of trust in media has exacerbated media polarization. We talked to my friend Gabo, who explained how his mistrust in the media started with 9-11 and kind of led him to eventually get into this group QAnon. So I told Sam about that. So the, the biggest reason that we can't handle this pandemic because there's so much disinformation is a loss of trust in media and government institutions. People do not trust the media, people do not trust the government. Then I gave the second part of my answer. So the, the second biggest reason why we can't handle this pandemic and there's so much disinformation, um, and it's connected to the first reason, is that um, there's been a complete loss of journal, okay. Journalistic integrity? Yes. Yeah. And I sort of lay the blame at the feet of Fox News and the right-wing media sphere that Fox spawned. I say that most outlets at least try to be objective. Any reputable journalist, any reputable publication holds the truth as this like mm -hmm. ideal. Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you know you have bias, but you strive to be aware of your bias so that you can mitigate for it. And you try and be objective, even though objectivity isn't like completely possible. possible yeah. The truth is unattainable and that's why it's like, you always chase it, you know? And Fox and the right-wing media sphere what they've done is they've recreated a natural bias that exists in media. 
I don't actually know what a natural bias is. I think I meant unconscious bias. In any case, it is true that journalists tend to be higher educated and higher educated people tend to be more liberal. It's crazy how like there's a liberal bias in higher educated people. I know, weird, right? It's like you're educated and then you, you just somehow become more liberal. because all the communists have taken over our universities. That must be why. That must be I why. I think that's why. Yeah. Because the Democrats are trying to destroy America. So, <laughs> so fo- starting with Fox, um, instead of coming from this place of truth-telling, it comes from this place of, look at this liberal bias. We need to be the counterbalance to that. This is me laying the blame for our polarized media environment at the feet of Fox News. So it's not about truth, it's about being a counterbalance. And they're artificially recreating this bias. And when you artificially recreate a bias, that just makes you biased. So anyway, the top, the top reason is a loss of, pu- of trust in public institutions and the media. And then the second thing is a, um, a loss of journalistic integrity on all sides of the media, but I have to say, especially within conservative media. This is the narrative I've been telling myself for a while now, actually, about how our media became so politically polarized. And, well, it's sort of true, right? Uh, It turns out that journalists being higher educated isn't the only reason a liberal bias exists in some media. Um, We'll get to that later. But it is true that Fox News, along with Rush Limbaugh, who you're about to hear, and uh, conservative talk radio, pioneered blatantly partisan news back in the 90s. If Walter Cronkite has been called the most trusted man in America, Rush Limbaugh has been called the most dangerous, and he's proud of it. Welcome to the Rush Limbaugh program, a program exclusively designed for rich conservatives and right-minded Republicans and those who want to be either or both. With a torso as big as his voice, this 300-pounder from Cape Girardeau, Missouri, has fashioned a blend of political satire and commentary into the most successful radio talk show in the country, waging what he calls cultural warfare. Feminism was established so as to allow unattractive women easier access to the mainstream of society. Besides being an outright bigot, Rush Limbaugh pioneers confusing commentating, having an opinion with actual reporting. It's his talk show and he's the talker. No guests. He says he doesn't need them. I don't defer to the experts. I am the expert. His opinions often cross over into being straight up misinformation, not unlike modern conservative talking heads or conspiracy theorists. You really haven't heard a whole lot about this being related to global warming anymore because it's fraudulent. The whole thing has been proven to be a hoax. Got to believe that this is all politics. Back in the 80s, 90s, when George H.W. Bush was president and was actually in support of more policies that protected the environment, Rush Limbaugh was instrumental in making anti-environmentalism a conservative platform. And it is a politics that intentionally insults the intelligence of people and preys on the stupid and the dumb and the weak. Again, he's not citing any studies here or anything. This is just his opinion on the type of person an environmentalist is. They focus on people who have, in their own estimation, meaningless lives. They're wondering what their purpose is. Why am I here? And then all of a sudden, those people here, they can save the planet. You go from mattering not at all to being a key ingredient to saving 
the planet. You sign up, and you go support all this madcap crazy stuff, and you become an evangel, and you are saving the planet, and your new life has meaning. And that's what I mean by praying on the weak, the dumb, the stupid. What the hell is living within your environmental means? Whatever it is, it's asinine, insane climate change claptrap. He does this thing which reminds me of Trump, where he refers to environmentalists as wackos. 200 environmentalist wackos, and then the storm hit, and environmentalist wackos dispersed. I think these militant environmentalists, these wackos, have so much in common with the jihad guys. That's Rush Limbaugh. He had 7 million listeners in 1991. He's the number one radio talk show host at the end of the 80s through the 90s. And his existence is an important part of what inspired the creation of Fox News in 1996. They see his success, they copy his business model, and that has since spawned the entire right-wing media sphere. Right-wing media, which ironically defines itself by being anti-media. Big big problem for the American news media. They were exposed as liars and know-nothings. We could give you a million examples of this, but we're gonna give you just a few. This is Tucker Carlson, one of the current top anchors on Fox. People are doubting the news media. That's wrong. You're seeing misinformation masquerading as news, they're telling us. And actually, they're right. We have seen a lot of that recently. All of it wrong and stupid, totally dishonest. The New York Times, the Washington Post won Pulitzers for what turned out to be misinformation masquerading as news. Where were these same people last summer when the big tech companies colluded to silence broadcaster Alex Jones? Alex Jones, he's bad. And I'm not saying people didn't naturally have homosexual feelings. I'm not even getting into it, quite frankly. I mean, give me a break. Alex Jones, anchor for InfoWars, a now infamous conservative independent talk show. You think I am like oh, shocked by it, so I'm up here bashing it because I don't like gay people? I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. <laughs> Do you understand that? Ugh, ugh, serious crap. I'm sick of being social engineered. It's not funny. <laughs> Play the music. Play it. Turn the freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn the freaking frogs gay. At his height a few years ago, he had like one or two million listeners. And his success would not be possible without people like Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson preceding him. Alex Jones reached his height around the middle of the last decade, and he talks a lot about Satanists and pedophiles and wacky, the government is evil conspiracy theories. And when I listen to his show, he actually sounds like he was a member of QAnon before QAnon was cool. Murder the Christians! Destroy everything! I mean, you notice drunk is but still stumbling forward more blood. As he falls down, they go, our God must be lifted back up. More blood of the innocent. Holy crap. Sell the baby parts. Arrest the reporters that expose for keeping babies alive. Eat the hospitals with their bodies. Have the Pepsi taste testing systems be based on fetal tissue. All demonic systems genetically engineer all the crops. Overthrow creation. More blood. That's Hillary. <laughs> Legendary. <laughs> oh, God.
Anyway, so Fox News's most famous anchors, including Sean Hannity, uh, back in February, March, when the coronavirus was first breaking out, they totally downplayed the threat. And this gets to the part of Sam's question about how misinformation keeps us from being able to effectively deal with the coronavirus. I'm sure in the end, the mob and the media, well, they will be advancing their new conspiracy theory and their newest hoax. Probably they'll come up with, I'm just guessing, wouldn't shock me, President Trump, Putin, mad scientists in Russia, Ukraine are manufacturing the coronavirus on purpose so they can hurt innocent children and kill grandma and grandpa. Hate is boiling over, many in the liberal media using, and I mean using, coronavirus in an attempt to demonize and destroy the president. This is impeachment all over again. These partisan anchors on Fox make no attempt to keep politics and work separate, and that's actually their whole brand, is having a political slant. And there are outlets like Common Dreams or MSNBC, which brand themselves to the left, too right? But they don't slander the entire rest of the media as being false. Fox does that by peddling this sort of pseudo-intellectualism about how all media is biased and can't be trusted. Except for them, of course. Everything you just saw turned out to be false, if not outright lying. The problem, as you know, is the problem that pro-diversity activists always point to, and that's in unconscious bias, in taking your assumptions with you and not examining them. Their job, they say, is to hold the powerful to account. They suck up to power because that's who they are. Dutiful toadies to the powerful, defending class interests and pretending it is principle. Fine, that's who they are. Just don't lecture us about speech, please. Their claim, much like Trump, who also called the coronavirus a democratic hoax, is that their truth is the only truth, or at least the best truth. And if you call them out on their bias, they'll point fingers at the rest of the media and say, yeah, but everyone else is doing it too. Here's Roger Ailes, an important founder of Fox News, answering a question about bias at Fox News at a university lecture. Would you say that bias uh, does not exist at Fox News? I would say, Anybody who says bias does not exist anywhere in the news is either lying or, or, or stupid. Of course bias exists everywhere, and you have to fight it every single day. <clears throat> this is what I refer to as pseudo-intellectualism, and actually it's not too much different from how conspiracy theories are made, right? Like, he's saying the same thing I was saying earlier. He's not wrong. But the way he misconstrues that truth, misconstrues the nuance to justify Fox News's conservative slant, it majorly raised my eyebrows. Check it out. Is CNN biased? Of course they are. Everybody is. In the same way that Fox News is biased? Not the same way. <laughs> uh, They're biased. <laughs> what? How would you, what word are you using? To the uh, left? Well, probably you would say that they are uh, more, uh, look. The American people believe Fox bias to the right. No. Um, if you're not understanding how outrageous it is for him to say no to that question, you will soon. Don't worry. Uh, we have opened it up to try to present both points of view. Now, if more conservative thought gets into Fox News, it's maybe because you're not seeing it elsewhere. So it was easy for me in the original version of this episode, not unlike this version that you're hearing right now, to point the finger at Fox and Roger Ailes, the founding news director, 
and say, that's where all the gaslighting and polarization and misinformation in our media environment, that's where it started. And that's what I told Sam. Look at this liberal bias. We need to be the counterbalance to that. So it's not about truth. It's about being a counterbalance. And they're artificially recreating this bias. That just makes you biased. I thought I had my answer to this question about how our media became so polarized and filled with misinformation. I thought the answer was a lack of trust in media and government institutions exacerbated by a loss of journalistic integrity led by Fox News and Rush Limbaugh. I made that third episode, um, cut together a bunch of these clips of Roger Ailes. Keep in mind, the last two guys to get every, all of them lined up together were Hitler and Stalin. That did not work out well for people. Sean Hannity and other anchors. All right, it's no secret that the alt-radical destroy Trump propaganda media, they are completely biased, they're agenda-driven, they're lazy, they're ideological. Just to show how crazy and ass-backwards Fox News and the right-wing media sphere has become, especially since Trump. They're incapable of actually delivering honest news coverage to you, the American people. It's evolved into what I am calling tonight media fascism. But... That answer to this question that Sam posed. Why can't we handle coronavirus? What is it about the media that is causing people to be so polarized about it? What was missing from this explanation, this blaming of Fox News and absolving of the rest of the media, was an explanation of the economics. Like, what are the fundamental forces which shape how news is created? And how did it become profitable for Fox, the number one cable news channel, and people like Rush Limbaugh, the most famous conservative talk show radio host and multimillionaire, how did it become profitable for them to exist in the first place? So if, if to be honest with you, if all the media tipped to the right, I'd, I'd be the biggest liberal in New York. Is it really their ideology, their belief in the Republican Party and conservatism that drives them to slander and polarize the media and push their propaganda? Or is it all about the money? What are you trying to do with this show? I'm trying to attract the largest audience I can and hold it for as long as I can so that I can charge advertisers confiscatory advertising rates. This is a business. You're in it for the money? Uh, sure. Of course, I'm doing a lot of this for money. But I, I don't want it to just stop there. I mean, everybody does what they do, do for the money. If somebody tells you it's not the money, believe me, it's the money. I know local newspapers, like I mentioned at the end of the last episode, have been struggling to survive through this internet age while Fox News rakes in hundreds of millions of dollars a year. And it makes me wonder how profitable the industry of journalism even is. Does it just cost less for more profit to produce partisan news? Is that how our media environment became so polarized? All these thoughts they're occurring to me as I'm finishing the original version of this episode, and I decide I need to tell this story in a manner that's more informative and comprehensive than just finger-pointing at Fox News and saying, I blame them. You know? It seemed like I ought to understand how being partisan in the news became profitable in the first place. It seemed like if I can understand how money flows to the industry of journalism, then maybe I come closer to genuinely answering Sam's question. How come some people believe it's a terrible issue and they're hiding in their homes? How come other people are refusing to wear masks and thinking it's an entire joke? What's going on? 
I know I said I'd speak to a professor and explain the economics in this episode and um, finish out this series, but I wanted you to see my thought process behind how I checked my own bias. And this topic turned out to be too complex to fit into 15, 20 minutes. That's how this episode lives up to its name. Thus far, I have not been totally honest with you just by omitting what I didn't know. So next episode, I'm going to explain the fundamental forces which create news. And I promise that you will understand how our news environment became so politically polarized and filled with misinformation. It's gonna be a long one, but it's gonna be a good one. I put a lot of work into this. I really dug deep, you know, so bear with me. I promise it'll be worth it. And um, we'll just call it more lies. All right, go vote. Have a good night. Thank you.